Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist, and each week I'm bringing you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. We'll be talking mindset, strategy, boundaries, balance, and a whole lot more, so you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. You can find me at www.emmalangton.com, where you can join my newsletter, or you can book a call with me so that we can have a chat about how to get this coaching to work for you in a really personalised way. You can find all the details of how to contact me in the show notes. Oh, welcome back, listeners. It's good to have you here. So we are on episode 48 and this week I want to talk to you about leading a balanced life. Well, that's a pretty good subject, isn't it, for the Business Balance podcast, you would think. So what do we mean by a balanced life? Isn't that going to be different for everyone? Well, yes, it probably is. But for me, and I hope for you, it's going to be about having a happy, healthy mind and body. And that then enables us to focus on having good habits, which then lowers our levels of stress, anxiety and pressure. Sounds simple, doesn't it? But you know, whilst we can talk about wanting a happy and healthy life and having that balance, what this means as well is emotional health too. And that's why I talk about it such a lot on the podcast is that our mindset, our actions, how we respond and how we react all play into leading a balanced life. And although it is absolutely different for everybody, it is all still very achievable for us all as well. Because it's all very well us going to the gym regularly or engaging in some other form of keeping fit to, or even eating healthily, um, much of the time at least, to work on that sort of healthiness. We might work hard, we might do a job we love, we might strive to be a good person, to be kind, to be helpful. But what's the point of doing all of that if we're still getting really stressed and anxious about it? Worse still, if we're not properly giving ourselves the time and rest to recover and recharge our batteries. Now, I've talked previously about all sorts of different topics relating to these subjects because it's not just about self-care. It's about changing your mindset, having great boundaries, saying no to things so that you can say yes to other things. It's about reducing stress and anxiety levels so then you have more time and more energy to do the things that we love just because you love to do them. Or even doing nothing. Yes, even that's allowed. You can give yourself permission to do all of those things without the guilt, the pressure or other expectation that you put on you or that you allow other people to put on you. How often do you do something just because you love to do it? It might be reading, drawing, singing, dancing, playing with model trains, I don't know, watching the world go by, bird watching. It could be anything. The list could be endless. When did you do something that you just love to do just because you can? Just ponder on that for a minute. And if you didn't, 
or haven't done anything like that recently, then make a commitment to yourself to do it at some point in this next week. When did you last learn something new? Particularly something new that wasn't work-related. Because that too can be, you know, inspiring, invigorating, can take you off in a new direction, give you new thought processes, you know, loads of different things. The trick with getting a balanced life is to ensure that we incorporate lots of things that we enjoy doing. Just for the sake of it, for fun, relaxation, for pleasure. And then we balance it with the things that... um, Well, I kind of almost hate to use this word, but with the things that we must do. Because before, you know, you send me emails grumbling at me that I'm not realistic about life. We all do have responsibility, don't we? You know, the work, paying the bills, looking after kids and family. But we need to get that balance between those things and the fun and joyful things. And they very often end up last on our list. And then we don't do them. But if you don't have that balanced life, then it's going to make you ill. It's going to make you stressed. Now then, here's a word of caution from me because what I'm saying is, I don't mean then burn the candle at both ends so that you can fit everything in. It's a matter of prioritising or scheduling or just giving yourself the permission. That way you ensure that you don't burn out, that you don't become ill. As Thomas Merton once said, happiness is not a matter of intensity, but of balance and order and rhythm and harmony. I really like that. What do you need to do to bring order, rhythm and harmony into your life? Have a little look, have a little think with some of those questions that I've asked. What you can do is recognise what your priorities and values are and then plan accordingly. These can be changes over time. And they can shift and change over time too. One of my clients came to me for help with um, the confidence to go for a promotion. And then quite quickly after we started working together, he found out that uh, his wife was expecting. And this baby had been a long time coming. And so what's happened is that he's shifted his priorities a little and he's going to wait a few months until the baby is here. He's going to stay in his current role rather than feel, you know, overloaded and have lots of newness and lots of unknown with the expectation of commitment that comes with new job, new baby, new routines. And he doesn't necessarily want all of that to happen at the same time. You know, so we talked about it and he made a choice. And you can make that choice too. You know, sometimes you plan to do the things, the must things and the fun things, but often we have to have them adapt and change and grow with whatever else is going on in our lives. But it doesn't mean that we have to sacrifice them altogether. We can just make sure that then we look at those priorities and we plan accordingly. But often if we don't plan, if we don't put them in the calendar, if we don't make arrangements, if we spend our life living on let's wait and see, then weeks and months can go by and then you find that nothing's happened. 
You've not met those friends. You've not started to read more, even though you really wanted to. You've not joined that dance class. You've not gone and learned that new language. You've not gone and done that new activity. You've not gone and done the old activity. So putting it in the calendar, not every day, but some days, means it's more likely to happen. But then, if, like my client, other things, sometimes expected, sometimes unexpected, if other stuff comes in, then you're able to go with the flow and you can change things without the stress, without the frustration. So then those times with your friends or the dancing or whatever it is can be rearranged rather than just never happening at all. And we can't plan everything. I wouldn't recommend that. But we do have the power to choose what we do and when we do it. You know, when the kids were little, we spent a lot of time fighting with social workers. And I do mean fighting. It was like a battle. You know, it was about, you know, making kind of a battle plan. It was finding evidence. It was pushing. It was it was, it was fighting with social workers to get additional help for them. It was hard. And we knew we were getting nowhere. And for a while, because we've always been change makers, like in my corporate life, I was a change maker, I was setting direction, I was making stuff happen. I was kind of working on that basis. But I was getting incredibly stressed by it and the kids were needing a lot of my time and then the fighting needed a lot of time and effort too and it was emotionally draining. And then one day I realised actually I needed to put my energy where I would get the best outcome. Because fighting a system of protocol and red tape was not going to change things. But focusing my energy on the kids could change things and you can do that too you can decide where and how you can focus your energy it might be physical or it might be emotional energy it might need that change of mindset just in the same way that I had to do there but it will lead to a less stressful and to a more balanced life so to find that balance that's kind of right for you is going to be different for everybody as I said at the beginning it will take some time and some practice and it can change depending on how things go in life as I've just said once kids were here our focus was so much more so much different but it can help you to get the most out of life so by taking care of like your physical health with eating well exercising yeah that's all important making sure you get enough sleep kind of goes without saying I know some people struggle with it You do need downtime and relaxation. And even if it's, um, even if you think, oh, you know, I'm not good at sitting still or um, I can't just sit there and do nothing. You know, it's about some of the other things that I mentioned through all the episodes of the podcast. Take yourself off for a walk in nature, unplug, you know, so that you you are much better at managing that kind of mental health that you've got. reduce some of the worries there's another episode that I talked about you know and um, prioritize what's important for you it's not about oh well Emma says that I should do this so I better just get on and do it it's about figuring it out for you okay 
and set those achievable goals. As I said about some of these goals that we had in trying to what we wanted to get from these social workers for the kids, that they were just never going to be achievable because we had, you know, protocol and red tape and and a lack of funding um, and a lack of recognition about it. So you know, if you're gonna if you're aiming for something that's kind of just really realistically never going to be achievable, then you, you know, let it go. Do other things that bring you joy each and every day. I think a lot of my sarcasm means that we laugh a lot in our family. And um, I know people say that sarcasm is not always that good. But, it, you know, it creates the humour. It creates the... It lightens the mood. It um, it means that we do laugh and we do have fun. Um, and that's always a good thing. Um And as I said, sometimes it is about learning new things. Maybe it's a new language or a new way of doing things. Even it might be learning to meditate or I'm learning about different plants in the garden, see if I can keep some of them alive and things like that that can help with that overall mental health well-being type thing. And always making sure that you are surrounded by people that support you, that lift you up with the friends and acquaintances it doesn't have to be big rowdy groups it can be things that suit you there's one of my friends and we go and meet most tuesday nights for and we kind of we meet in a pub i might have said this before on one of the other episodes but we meet in a pub because we both drive halfway it's um we'll have a soft drink and sometimes a cup of tea and we used to go to a different place and the landlord there said, you two are mad, you're just buying soft drinks. Why don't you have a, why don't one of you pick the other up and you can have a drink? Because it's not always about that. For us, it was about seeing each other, you know, that connection, the communication, the laugh, the just putting the world to rights. And we make that as much as possible. It's It's been various nights through the week over the years and it changes depending what's going on in each of our lives and things at the moment it's a Tuesday and you know we just mess each other each week and say can you meet this week yeah yeah that's really great oh no no I've got this thing on this week with work or with school or you know or Andy's not home or whatever but it's nearly every week and if it doesn't happen one week as I said it gets rearranged or it happens the next week Sometimes if it's not something that you don't see people very often, then you need to try and make that effort to put it in the diary. Um, And then if you do need to rearrange it for whatever, you're still making it happen rather than just leaving it for the year whenever, which actually ends up being never. Do you see what I mean? So you need that social life. You need those relationships that create that effective communication with people around you. And then that helps with that work-life balance thing that, you know, you need to have a job that you can do. You need to then still do the things that you're responsible for, like paying all the bills and things like that. But reduce what you do at home so that you have got really great boundaries that really work for you. And so all of those things contribute to enabling you to have that balanced lifestyle. So I hope that's given you some food for thought. I don't know why I try and say that at the end of it, but podcasts, because I always get my air for myth mixed up. 
Anyway, I hope that's given you something to think about. <laughs> and a little giggle, hopefully, here and there too. If you valued this episode, I would really love for you to go and leave me a review. Share it with somebody that you think will get some value from it too. And do drop me a message with any topics that you would like to hear or with any particular bits of feedback or value that you get from it. And then I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now.